Hi everyone, welcome to episode 12 and the title of today's podcast is Connections are the best fitness trackers. So you might be wondering how a fitness tracker relates to embracing the real you or creating your life reimagined. Aren't fitness trackers just about counting your steps and the total number of calories you've burned? Well, let me begin by saying there are all kinds of fitness. Fitness of the mind is called mindset. Fitness of your business is called profitability. Fitness of the emotional self is truly the barometer of whether or not you have connected with the real you. But what got me started on this topic is that I just finished a book titled Growing Young, How Friendship, Kindness, and Optimism Can Help You Live to 100. And this was written by Marta Zaraska, Z-A-R-A-S-K-A, if you're interested. Marta's book is primarily focused on our health and the health of our loved ones. The message from her book really was how connections with people and our own mindset significantly impacts how long we will live, even beyond genetics. She mentioned that she wished she had been much more focused on her children's people connections and personal qualities when they were young rather than what foods they were eating. We're going to take a little pivot though in this conversation. So what if fitness trackers actually tracked people connections that we were making in our lives? Each day, if you got those numbers or saw those numbers, Would any of your behaviors change? We've all learned, especially during COVID, that isolation can cause depression and even death. But what about the longevity of a business you want to start? Or the dreams that you hold tightly to your chest or even that life that you want to live at some point? So what happens to all that? when you keep them isolated and you share them with no one? Well, if our dreams are at all like our physical health, the likelihood that they will prematurely die goes up significantly if we keep them in isolation. But what connections really matter? Most of us are part of families or have a loving partner. So you might ask, Isn't that all the connections that we need? Well, forgive my bluntness, but no. And first, let's talk about families. Marriages can end uh, through the death of a spouse or even a divorce. Plus, our partners are not supposed to be our everything. Those two circles of you and your partner are supposed to intersect, not be superimposed on top of each other. It can complicate our most intimate relationship if we have the expectation that that person not only be our lover and best friend, but also our therapist, our coach, our spiritual leader, and a number of other roles. And then there are children. And children, no matter what their ages, view you as their mother. Therefore, they view your mother role as this is the person who's supposed to support them and take care of their needs. It doesn't matter how old they are and how old you are. Most children, regardless of their age, never view it as their job to help you find the real you. 
Well, I hope you are laughing. It makes me laugh just to say it. Plus, our children have their own lives to live and often their own children to raise. And then we have siblings. And again, we all wear certain hats in our families. And unless you come from that magical, super loving and supportive family, it may not be the greatest place for you to act out whatever it is that you want or even to share whatever it is you want. Because families are a system. And you play a role in that system. So when you step out of a role in any system, it can freak out the group. Therefore, my suggestion to you is to find and create different kinds of connections outside of your family. When I first attempted to do this following my divorce, honestly, I did it very badly. And I'll explain why. I have this phrase that I once heard from someone. I, say, I always say people are either deep sea divers or water skiers. And just to explain, deep sea divers love deeply connected relationships, deep sharing. They usually don't have many of those friends, of course not, but they go deep and they really cherish the ones that they have. Water skiers are up on the surface. They might share some deeper realities of themselves, but typically they favor more surface relationships with the majority of people in their lives. And they typically have lots of relationships, many, many, many more relationships than the deep sea divers. Well, I'm a deep sea diver and I had the judgment that I didn't need water water skiers. But when I began working in higher education, And this is where I went wrong. I expected my colleagues to be honest, non-competitive, supportive, appreciative of differences, etc. Because that is how they talked. I was looking for really good friends and maybe a couple of deep sea divers. Probably sounds ridiculous to you, but because I hadn't been part of a work system for a while, I transferred my personal need for friendships to the workplace and I was deeply disappointed. Work relationships rarely go deep, and especially if you're in a leadership role, your work relationships most likely will all be water skiers. Does that mean we don't need them? Absolutely not. I want to encourage you to embrace the fact that we need both water skiers and deep sea divers in our lives. So as an example, this past week, I received a client referral from someone I met several years ago through my coactive coaching training. Now, I didn't know Ravya beyond the coaching training, but the reconnection and her referral was greatly welcomed. And the week before that, I received a podcast invitation from a fellow coach that I met over 10 years ago at one of Debbie Ford's trainings. Two women that I did not have deep connections with, and yet they, they reconnected, even at the water skier, skier level, and it was, I think, rewarding for everyone. Both of these women I knew only in this certain context, but what was really cool and why it didn't matter was because Both of those relationships led to something more, and that's the beauty of connections. 
So what I want you to embrace is that connections of any kind will bolster your spirit and very possibly support your dreams. So back to connections being the best fitness trackers. According to the author of the book that I mentioned earlier, titled Growing Young, connections with others lowers your mortality risk by 45%. Now that's a statistic I like. Loneliness or isolation, on the other hand, increases your mortality risk by 26%. So to avoid the premature death of your dreams and your life reimagined, promise me that there will be no more hiding all your gifts in those little rooms inside of yourself. Promise me that instead you're going to stretch yourself to reach out and make connections so that you can optimize your dream fitness tracker. And I ask you, what if making connections actually increased the likelihood of your dreams actually coming true by 46%? Wow, I love that thought. But how do we create positive connections? And I say positive because we all know negative Nellies, and those are connections that don't serve us. Remember, negativity is catchy, just like yawning. How many of us have someone yawn in the room and suddenly everyone in the room is yawning? Well, good moods and laughter is also catchy. So why, why not catch the good stuff? Think about growing the number of possible water skiers in your life. All those people that probably inspire you or that you enjoy being around. This is why volunteerism is so beneficial. You know, are there people you know that you'd like to learn more about? Are there groups that you want to explore? Gardening groups, birder groups, church or temple groups, university club groups. Remember, you're just expanding your connections. You are not necessarily looking for best friends or deep sea divers. You are building your network, which in the old days we called your Rolodex file. But think of different ways to meet people, different purposes and contexts for each one of those groups. Here's a sample of my list. I've got loads of people that I met through the years in all my coaching trainings. But I also have created a monthly book club for seven of my very best college sorority sisters as a way for us to reconnect and stay connected. Then I've got a different group of people that I've met through my church leadership and learning groups, as well as neighbors that I've stayed in touch with over the years. Not one of these groups intersect. And because I've lived in so many different cities, I've had to do this many times. But if you've stayed in one place for most of your adult life, I encourage you to push yourself to expand your network and build connections beyond your current groups. Then there is your team. And I'm going to talk more about team, your team specifically, uh, down the road a bit. But we're going to start with one of them. But these people on your team are most likely going to be deep sea divers, even though many of them are very topic specific. So today I'm going to talk, as I mentioned, I'm going to talk only about one of them. 
And I'm going to start with you getting an accountability coach. I believe the number one person or connection that we all need in our lives is an accountability coach or person. This is the person who you share your progress and roadblocks with to really figure out what you're doing that is working and what isn't. It's the person who holds you accountable. The best thing I ever did was hire Debbie, my accountability coach. I would never have accomplished what I have if I didn't take that step and make that investment. Honestly, there is no if there is no one to hold us accountable on doing what we say we're going to do, the natural thing is to really let everything slide. So don't be too hard on yourself if you've been trying to do this alone. It just tells you that it's time to get some support. Accountability doesn't have to be focused on just business goals, though it might be something like, who do I have to be or who do you have to be to step into a bigger role at work? It can also be something like putting together the cookbook of family recipes that you've dreamed of creating for a long time or that you want to write regularly or maybe exercise more regularly. I invite all of you to, to, in addition to those, to make one of your goals that you are going to expand your network of people and build those much needed connections we're talking about. Whatever it is, if you have a coach who helps you to set those 30-day goals and then checks in week by week, I promise you, ladies, your life will change. So after you find that accountability coach or partner, your next step is to find or build a group of like-minded women. Small groups create the ultimate connections. We need the support and feedback to refuel, and that happens best in small groups. Creating change alone, as I've said, is almost impossible. This is exactly why um, I've added in my new Mindset to Joie de Vie course that will be coming out in the beginning of 2021. I've added a weekly group coaching call um, because I think it is super important. So in terms of my groups, I am part of an online mastermind group as well as I'm in the process of creating an in-person group in Paris. So you might see that you, whatever fits you best, it can be online, it can be in person, it depends on your lifestyle, where is it going, what is it happening. The only really qualification you need is it needs to be a small group. A group of 50 doesn't work. A group of 30 is hard. Um, You need a small group so that you have that way to make those kinds of connections and it also feels incredibly safe. Now you might be questioning whether you need to all be pursuing the same goal and actually you don't. It's it's actually better if you aren't on the same path or or even at the same stage of life. That diversity and those differences actually brings more interest into the group. In our Joie de Vie course, as an example, the women in the group will have a wide range of goals and even mindset types. But why are groups so important? You might wonder this. Something special happens in small groups. I've seen it over and over. 
You'll inspire each other. You get feedback. You'll feel heard when you share some of the same challenges that someone else is experiencing. And you'll get ideas that you never, ever would have thought of working alone. In groups, truly, you'll laugh. You'll laugh a lot. And you might even cry. But it's all good because those are the connections that extend not only our personal longevity, but also the longevity of our dreams. So to recap today's podcast, build those connections as though your fitness tractor tracker was monitoring your progress every single day. Look for ways to build those water skier connections as well as deep sea diver connections because connections extend the longevity of our lives as well as our dreams. So let's connect and you can start by joining my Facebook group where there are sure to be a number of like-minded women just like yourself. We share, we offer up suggestions. I usually post uh, a couple of uh, tidbits of information each week, but it's really an opportunity for you to connect with other women. I also suggest that you subscribe to this podcast. Just go on my website at sherryharmel.com and click on the podcast, and then you will get this uh, podcast every week because I usually put out one podcast every week on a Monday. So for now, keep those connections going. I want you all to take good care. And for now, abiento. If you enjoyed this episode and want to spend more time with creating your own life reimagined, You can start by taking my free mindset quiz. It's on my website, so just go to sherryharmel.com. And what you'll get at the end of that quiz is what is the number one mindset obstacle that you have that's keeping you from living your dream. Mindset is the key to living a life you love. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bonjour, ladies, and welcome to Life Reimagined. I'm Sherry Harmel, Certified Life and Career Coach and hostess of this podcast, where we will focus on how you can create your own Life Reimagined. Each week, I'll be sharing ideas, stories, and helpful tips that get you moving so that you can live rather than just dream about that life you desire. I did it, and so can you. Well, let's jump into today's episode.